Welcome to Charlie's Toolbox, the only podcast that teaches you how to be the main character in your life. Here, you can find all the tools and skills you need to decenter men, center yourself, and feel good about your life. Here's your host, researcher, observer, and marketer, Charlie Taylor. Hello, hello, hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of Charlie's Toolbox titled Confidence Cozy with Who I Am. That's a little play on Beyonce. I am so excited about this episode because I get to share some of my feelings, my personal experiences, and moments that I've ex- that I've experienced while being fully in my body or in the process of being fully in my body. Before we get started, Let's talk about what is going on in the world, the song of the week, and finally, the main topic. So, some some things that have been going on in the world. There was a recent uproar from a New York Times wedding announcement, and these are the facts. You guys listen closely. These people, they met on Hinge. The guy canceled after their their date twice. On the third date, she told him, if you are going to cancel on me again, then lose my number. Instead of canceling on the date, he asked her to meet him in a Popeye's parking lot. She went. He bought himself food, talked about his goals, and she was very smitten by these words. She is a VP of a billion dollar company with an MBA, and he is a trainer with an associate's degree. They dated. She told him in six months he will need to move in, and he did. Then they went on a trip. His co-worker thought it would be a great idea and a great time to propose while on this trip. So the co-worker <laughs> bought the ring for him, and he proposed to her. Within a year of dating, they were building a house. Now... There will be many people who see this as an incredible love story. And I am here to tell you that I am not one of them. To me, this is a story about what happens when you just want to check off a box on your list of things to do. It is a story about what desperation and fulfilling society's definition of success will make you do. A while ago, I wrote an article, which can be found on charliestoolbox.com, about high-powered women who often end up with losers. And the reason why I wrote this article is because I saw so many pairings of these women with incredible jobs, incredible education. They're very well-rounded people being partnered by men who continue to blame everything in the world as to why they are losers. I always see that pairing and I was just trying to figure out why that was. So my theory was that they chose these type of men because they, those men lack direction. They lack goals and can be easily managed and they choose men who can help them meet their societal goals. And it is often a detrimental choice. And the reason why this is a detrimental choice is because these men are always often talking about emasculation. And as a result, high powered women who are partnered with them, they play into this game. They play into these roles 
and become submissive or they allow their men to use their bank account and spend however much that they want to spend because they are technically the man of the home. Not only do they do that, they often do the bare minimum because why would you need to do anything more than the minimum when you already got this woman from doing the bare minimum and she'll take over all the rest because she's already showed that in dating and planning and and now in marriage. And number three, when if they divorce, they almost always seek alimony. And when I say that, I'll say um, examples, Mary J. Blige, Wendy Williams, these people typically are always asking for alimony. So people have to remember that although love is beautiful, it is a beautiful thing and it's something that we all want. Okay, I do not deny that love and romance is anything we all want it. We all need it is a human need. But when you are seeking these things, you need to take a risk assessment. You need to understand the man who you are following, falling in love with. And I say this because the cost of being partnered to a man who has nothing, does nothing and secretly believe that they are nothing will cost women in their life a lot. It just it it always happens. It costs the women in their life a lot. And she will end up paying in emotional labor, physical labor, money, mental health, her looks, her hopes, her dreams and plans for life. So you always have to remember that before you say yes to a Popeye's parking lot date with a man who doesn't even offer to feed you. Please do a risk assessment. Number one and number two. Check yourself, ask yourself, would a woman with confidence agree to this type of courting? And if the answer is no, then back the fuck away. So let's get into this song of the week. It is by either I-N-G-I or N-G titled Gaslight. And I know it's made its round on TikTok, but I feel like it is a really good song. It just reminds me of a late night in New York where, and I love these type of nights, where you're you're just hopping to different spots. You're meeting new people. You're laughing. You're celebrating. You're around celebrities and you're just looking so fucking good that night. And it feels like the moment you realize why you moved to New York or why you live in New York. So enjoy feeling fabulous and young to this song. It's what I do and I feel amazing. So let's get into this main topic, confidence, being cozy with who you are. I chose this topic because it is the current stage I am in. I am very comfortable in my skin. I am me. And if you don't like me, so be it. And if you do like me, you're welcome because I am a gift to be had. Um, but I will say that it took a little bit of work to get here. So I am going to discuss the elements of confidence, the steps I took to get there, the experience that shaped me, that pushed me to say, you know what, this is something I got to do this or else. And the steps I suggest and finally the results of the work. 
So let's get started. Um, Confidence, it really is an elusive topic. You know, you know you need it. That's one thing. You know you need it, but it what truly is it? And how do you get to that place where you can say, I am confident? Now, I'll provide you with a little definition of confidence. Um, According to Psychology Today, confidence is a belief in oneself, the convention the conviction that one has the ability to meet life's challenges and to succeed and the willingness to act accordingly. Being confident requires a realistic sense of one's capabilities and feeling secure in that knowledge. So when you are thinking about this concept of confidence, The first thing you should internalize about this elusive idea is that it can be developed. It can be developed. It is like a muscle. You keep building it until it is as strong as you like it. And some people have this idea that confidence is this innate characteristic that some people have and some people are just unlucky and they don't have it. And that type of thinking is a lie. It's a lie. Confidence is crafted and it should be crafted by your parents. They should allow you to fail and be there for you. They should not require you to be quote unquote good in order to give you love. They should allow you to solve some challenges on your own so that you can see that you are capable of achieving and resolving problems. They should teach you to trust your feelings, but not all parents do that. Not all parents put the energy into crafting their child's confidence. So when you don't have that experience, you have to do all those things for yourself. You have to encourage yourself. You have to trust that you trust in your own abilities. You have to be the parent you never had so that you can develop the confidence you so desperately want. And I'll tell you something about my confidence journey. When I started that, the thing that woke me up immediately was dating. And I, I just don't know. And this, I feel like this space for women is where we typically realize, oh, I'm not as confident as I thought I was. And I do not know why dating is that space, but you always seem to get a really clear picture of yourself when you are dating and it's, it goes awry and it's not what you want. And you're signing up to things that aren't exciting or good for you. And so... Dating, like all other women, was a space that I found out that I didn't have the confidence that I thought I did. And when I first began dating this person, I would go on dates with him and find myself just cringing and tolerating behavior that was just downright embarrassing. The behavior, it wasn't egregious. It was just something that was not compatible with the person I was. So I would fight that feeling by outlining the traits he did have or the traits I thought he had to continue dating him. And after an incident, it hit me as clear as day that this wasn't what I wanted. 
I realized that instead of trusting my feelings, I always waited until something bad happened to give me permission to leave and do what I want. I realized I was choosing people that I thought I could manage and control so that they could be what I wanted and see me as what they wanted. And this type of rationalizing are hallmarks of someone who is not confident and do not see themselves as worthy. Because a person who sees themselves as worthy would not hold on to something they don't want or like. A person who sees themselves as worthy would go after what they want. A person who sees themselves as worthy won't need a huge sign to do what they've always wanted to do. Instead, they would realize it did not work and date people who they truly liked. And that for me was a wake up call. That was a huge wake up call because as much as I thought I was confident, this behavior showed me otherwise. It showed me that I had much more work than I cared to admit. And after the breakup, I was super grateful that I broke up and I walked away from the relationship. I did some much needed digging and I started working on my confidence. And the first thing I recognize is my belief that you had to be good, perfect or the most beautiful and whatever, the most whatever to be loved, cared for, desired and committed to. I had this idea in my head, you got to be perfect to get love because that was the messaging that I received as a child. I had to let go of my childhood trauma and training so that I could see that I am valuable as I am right now in this current stage. I'm unique. I have something special about me. I had to recognize it in myself. I had to believe that I was something. Even if it didn't be, even if I didn't believe it at the moment, I could at least at the bare minimum act like it. I could ask myself what do I think a confident woman would do? And I could behave in that way. The second thing I did that improved my confidence was actually trying at life. I had to admit to myself that I was given about. And that meant that I had to get over the fear I had about life. The fear that I was destined to follow a mediocre path that resulted in a mediocre life. I had to get over the fear and the belief that if I tried, I would always fail and would have to take all of the energy I had to rebuild myself over again. I had to get over the idea that it was specifically me that had a rough road, that life didn't like me and build some resiliency and confidence to learn resiliency that so so that I could be more confident, I had to understand what that meant. What does resilience in me mean? Like, I really don't even know what that means. So I read the book Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance by Angela Duckworth. It helped me understand that failure is a part of the equation when it comes to success. It is actually a must because it helps you get to where you are going. It helps you learn to pivot. It gives you more insider knowledge. It helps you improve, but only if you have the right perspective about failure and about resiliency. When you think 
failure is about you. And this is the perspective that I want you guys to kind of understand and tap into. When you think failure is about you, then it will crush you. If you call yourself a failure, you call yourself bad, it crushes you. And you believe that it is about you because of the messaging you received in your childhood about being good, bad, worthy of praise and unworthy of praise. That's the messaging that you received. And when you think failure is about you, you will believe that the reason things are hard is because it's you. You will make everything unique to you. It isn't just the process. It isn't just life. It's fill in the blank with whatever you hate about yourself. And that is the reason why you are always failing. You will see every failure as proof of what you believed about yourself. It will paralyze you with fear and you won't try because of the risk you think of failure. Or you won't try unless everything is absolutely perfect or you will purposely sabotage yourself and do things to prove yourself right to prove that you are a failure instead of being a person who made a simple mistake. When you make failure impersonal and an experience that everyone experiences, you shrug failure off. You know, you shrug it off. And don't get me wrong, it will sting. It'll sting because we all want the things that we want to work out. We always want that those things to work out. But when you think of failure as impersonal, it won't be bigger than that. It won't tear you down to pieces because failure isn't you. It is what happened. So understanding these foundational truths, they set me on a path to confidence and the following steps helped me increase it. I won. I set out to try and give myself proof that I am capable. That was the biggest thing I did. I tried to prove to myself that I'm capable Number two, I use the evidence of me winning to increase my belief. I use that. I use that. Okay, how can I say I can't do that when I just did this? And number three, I reminded myself of how special I was, even if it took me a second to believe it. Lastly, I sought after what I wanted. And for me, that was an action that really made it all stick. I used to be okay with good enough. And that just wasn't in dating. That was in my career, my body, my living space, my goals, my hopes, and my dreams. I didn't think I could get it because I didn't see anyone around me getting it. But when I decided that I was worthy and I desired to build my confidence, I went after what I want and I got it. I got it. I didn't budge from the things I wanted. And it worked. It worked. That was so crazy to me. It worked. And that was my proof to myself. That's what I use to push myself to do more. And this, I want to say this, it may not have been this evidence that I was seeking, this proof. It may not have been as fast as I wanted it to come to me. It may not have been as fast as I wanted to show my evidence, but it came. It came. 
I ended up getting everything I desired because I believed I could. And I just kept on with that belief. And I didn't let failure or fear deter me because I understood those fundamental truths that I outlined prior. Being cozy in your skin is not about realizing that you have, well, it is, let me rephrase that. Being cozy in your skin is about realizing that you have absolutely everything inside of you. It's already in you. You already have everything you need. And all you need to do is love that and tap into that. It is understanding that your perspective is what skews the way you see yourself, skews the way you view your life, skews the way you attack goals or the way you look at yourself. It's your perspective. It is what someone else gave you to view or to understand yourself. And if you want to build confidence, you have to change that. You have to switch that in a way that makes you feel good and that benefits you. Changing the perspective can help you see the beauty in you. Changing your perspective of you can switch your thinking from, oh, they're good or bad into you do good things or you do bad things. It doesn't label you. It doesn't label you. And you don't sit with that crushed. When you are building your confidence, it is believing that resiliency will take you where you need to go and get you the things you've always wanted. It is being you and moving the people and pieces around you because it is your world. And you can dictate how you want the world to make you feel. When you get to the point where you love and accept all of you, even the parts that you are ashamed of, you feel free. Beyond that, you feel okay. You feel okay. People always want to reach. Sometimes people want to reach for the best feeling in the whole entire world. And yes, I want to reach for that too. But feeling okay is a great step. You know that everything is going to be all right because you trust in yourself and you know you will do right by you. And even if you make a mistake, you know how to properly deal with it, learn from it and be better by using that information that you learn from the mistake. And isn't that what you want to feel? Don't you want to feel that? So in closing, I wish confidence, being cozy with who you are for all of you. You deserve that. You deserve to walk outside and feel comfortable being you. And honestly, the world deserves you being 100% yourself because that is a gift to us. So on that note, you all take care. Love, Charlie. For show notes, be sure to check out charliestoolbox.com. Follow Charlie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Charlie's Toolbox. Thanks again for listening to Charlie's Toolbox.